Welcome to Anything Goes Run Gay Podcast. I'm your host, Demetrius Smith, and we are back with a brand new episode, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, this is a revamp of my original podcast of Anything Goes Renegade Podcast. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry about that. And this episode, we are going to talk about some conspiracy theory. Yeah. Why not? Let's talk about some conspiracy theory. Because, guys, look, whether we want to admit it or not, Conspiracy theory and spirituality, it kind of goes hand in hand. All right, so we're going to talk about some conspiracy theories. Well, specifically the one that I've known about, but I have no way of proving it. So sit back, relax, let's get into it. And here we go. Now, of course... All of us know what a conspiracy theory is. We all know what it is. And some people do not like to be labeled or called that. When actuality, I don't think is a derogative term. I don't think is a, you know, a term that comes near of being called the F word or or, or the N-word, you know? So, I do have a conspiracy theory. Well, I actually have a couple, of, a couple of few, just like most of us here, that we have um, different ethnicities of families, of elite families. Who controls everything and who are competing against each other for total and complete control. And all we are are just pawns. I know they don't feel good. I know it don't I know it don't sit right with you, but but you know, like listen to how you know, just you know, just just listen. So for the longest time, everybody think that there's this deep state that is happening. Oh, oh, the deep state is in control of everything, or the cabal are in are in control of everything. Like these group of people who magically, magically agreed with each other, taking orders from someone, putting their ego aside, putting their personal interests aside, working together just for a common goal, and that is for more power and control. This is a theory that a lot of people believe, but as I sit back and I study humanity and I study how we don't work well together unless there's like a tragic event that happened, we don't work well together. We don't like taking orders from anyone. And we do a lot of backstabbing. 
And we do a lot of manipulating each other. So suffice to say is that I don't kind of, I don't believe in the whole um, cabal or just one group of people who's in charge of everything. Come on. That quite don't make sense. Because in our nature, in, 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 um, in part of human nature, we are competitive. We are competitive towards each other. You know what I'm saying? We always trying to outdo one another. So suffice to say, saying that we have a group of people working together, possibly just working together, possibly for just one side, for a common goal, And how they are going about it by achieving that common goal seems kind of sus. I always question these things and I always like, and I always like, well, first of all, we won't know who is part of the cabal because they won't make themselves well known, let alone public. You know, because it kind of makes more sense that these people will live in the shadows. In other words, like, they won't put themselves out there. You know what I'm saying? So, another theory came up. And it's about different ecnipices of wealthy elite families who is in control of everything and who is competing against other families for total control and for more power. And it kind of makes sense because um, it kind of made sense because you can see how things are playing now on the media, on social media, you know, and and each and each and every, I'm sorry, each and every way you turn, you know, my uh, my conspiracy theory actually kind of makes sense. Actually has legs because if you actually think about it. A family that is unknown to us, that is unknown to the general public, who is very much wealthy, and I mean extremely wealthy, to the point where they could actually fund a whole entire country by themselves. And then you have these other families who's coming in to play and wants to take over that other family's territory. So, you know, it's like vice versa. It kind of makes sense, though. 
I mean, for uh, I mean, for years we've been saying that the um, the media is in the pocket of the elites. Okay, cool. Which elites are you talking about? Right. But you know, like that's a paper trail. Well, CNN is owned by Warren Buffett. But Warren Buffett doesn't come into CNN office and, and tries to manage it. That is just something to add on his portfolio and to make him more money. That's all that is. That man cares more about his um. That man care more about his other investments. Right? And we all know who Fox News belongs to. We all know who MSNBC belongs to. We all know that. But the thing is, but the, uh, but the thing is, this is not where the elite is funding the money to. We are looking at the media. We are looking at the media. If we say that the media is a distraction, then why are we looking at them? Why are we using them as evidence, as tools for influencing? Think about that for a little while. And think about this. The money is going to mega corporations. Yeah, the money is going to mega corporations. And the corporations are using that money. You guessed it. For their own political gain purpose. As long as those purpose align with who with whomever family that is giving them the money. And it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. Because when we say media, we all we also think about Hollywood. We also thinking about, you know, like the news, but we tend to forget about social media. We tend to forget that it is easy for them to hire an actor to pretend to be anti-government, to pretend to be pro-government, to pretend to be uh, anarchists, however you want to call them, just to stoke the flames of division even further. It is easy for these, for these families to leak out information but with the hint of truth with it. And give this information to whoever the actor is. So their plans could go into fruition to keep us divided. Now, granted, I don't put too much stock in my conspiracy theory. It's, it's just that. It's just a theory. And I look at it and I say to myself, 
Well, it ain't going to help me anyway, shape or form anyway, so it is what it is with that. I have no way of proving it. Yeah, sure, I could point at circumstance, circumstantial evidence, but those circumstantial evidence can be proven wrong. You know, because I need actually hard, hard evidence to prove something exists or, or is not happening. You understand what I'm saying? I hope you guys do. Because conspiracy theory, if you actually look at it, is actually kind of spiritual. If you don't take everything literally. Now, there is some conspiracy theories that actually turn out to be true, somewhat, somewhat true. Somewhat true. Not all of it, but most of it. But what I'm saying in a spiritual context, that it is knowledge but it's knowledge that we can't use. To know something and not to be able to use, use that is useless. So, for instance, let's look at the Blu-ray project thingy that um the information that, that has been released about the federal government orchestrating UFO sightings and all that other stuff. And this and yes, you guys can go look that up. The information is out there. Um but nobody never asked this question, who leaked out the information? Why was it so easy for us to access this information? This seems kind of fishy. This seems kind of fishy. This seems like a way to put the lid back on the genie. I mean, you know, like put, uh, put the lid back on the bottle. You know? But the whole purpose of that is to say that anytime something unusual happened, now we have a way of explaining what happened. By saying, oh, that's Project Blu-ray or what you want to call it. See? See? That, that's a good explanation, right? No. Logically speaking, it's a cop-out. And the only reason I said it's a cop-out because every other person who studies, who studies any and every damn thing will tell you right straight that if you believe this because of your feelings towards the government, then you, then you obviously, you know, already kind of proven that you can't be manipulated by the other side. You know, because I have no way of proving 
if the government staged any UF, UFO sightings and all that, or a way of disproving it. I have no way of doing it unless I was there, unless I was interviewing these people. But I will say that for those of you who use in Project Blu-ray as um, Blu-ray as a way of discrediting people who actually had um, ET encounters, and most of them are traumatic, then you just gave permission for everybody else to start call to start back calling them crazy. Start back calling them liars or deceivers because these people are still not there there. You know? Hell, I could tell you years ago, years ago, one of my uh family members, well my wife, took a picture of a UF sighting and when she went to get and when she went to go get her film developed all of those pictures were wiped out all of them every single picture she took in went to go get developed came back the next day the woman handed her the envelope that had pictures in it, that had her developed pictures in it, and it was wiped clean. It was like she wasn't supposed to take a picture of that or anything like that. And I have no explanation of it. The, um, the woman who was over the photo department at the time, she had no explanation of it because she never had no problems with with the uh, um with whatever they were using at the time. So that kind of seemed kind of fishy. Is that all of a sudden, when Trump came out and, de- and declassified about UFOs, and all of a sudden here come Project Blu-ray. That seems kind of fishy. Right? Y'all understand what I'm saying? Well, of course, everybody's going to say it's the government. Oh, okay. 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 It's the government that, that is, um, what you call it, that's setting up these Uf- UFO sightings and people seeing aliens and all that, you know, all that stuff. It's like the government's picking and choosing people at randomly doing that. For what purpose? To keep us distracted. Keep us distracted from what? Because you still have no idea what the hell's going on behind closed doors. So I'm trying to figure out what are they trying to keep us from, keep us distracted from. Well, what about all these policies and bills that's going, you know, that's been passed down? Even, look, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. The government ain't got waste money to do all that just to dis, just to distract you from not paying attention to what's going on, behind, uh, uh, what policies and bills that they're trying to pass in the House and, and in the Senate. Because y'all don't pay attention anyway. 
none of y'all pay attention anyway. So don't, so don't use that as a cop out. Don't use that. Y'all, y'all don't pay attention. You didn't pay attention before Trump declassified about UFO sightings. You didn't pay attention before Obama became president of the United States of America. So why in the hell are you going to use this as an excuse to say, hey, they're using this to distract us from what they are doing with the policies and all that other stuff? No. No, see, you don't pay attention regardless. You only pay attention to what you want to see. But let me break it down to you from a spiritual perspective. And I've been telling people for years, you can come up with each and you can find out you can you can find a lot of theories online about what our government is doing, left and right. Some may turn out to be true, some may not turn out to be true. But at the end of the day, what are you doing? What are you doing? And don't give me that whole BS line about waking people up. You're not waking nobody up. They still asleep. They only woke up to your damn living hell. They only woke up to your damn nightmare. They woke up to the reality that you created for them. You gave them a boogeyman. And then... You made them feel like, oh, shit, it's hopeless. And then you made them feel like, oh, shit, now I got to move out of the city, out of society, and start my own shit. But I have no way of doing this. Come on, man. Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on, y'all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, when we're going to stop, I'm not going to say when we're going to stop because actually I don't mind conspiracy theories. You know, I don't mind them. It's kind of entertainment to me. But some of them are kind of horrific. And I mean horrific. I mean, they, it made me question my own humanity. But what I'm trying to say to people is don't get too distracted with these, um, with these conspiracy theories because you still got to worry about your spiritual health. Because if you ain't healthy spiritually, then you ain't going to be healthy mentally, you ain't going to be healthy emotionally, then eventually your body's going to suffer because of that. And some of y'all are like, well, how would you know? Because I'm speaking from experience. Um, yeah, I- I'm speaking from experience. So this is why, so this is why I don't want people to make the same mistakes that I made. Don't spend too much time on the news, on the media. Don't spend too much time on conspiracy theories and all that other bull crap. Don't spend too much time on it because you're going to be miserable. You are going to be miserable.
You ain't going to be happy. You ain't going to feel happy. You're just going to feel miserable. You're going to be angry at everybody. You're going to call everybody sleepers or bootlickers, whatever. And then you're going to walk around here like your shit don't stink, acting like you know everything, and reality going to show you otherwise. And once your ass get knocked back down to reality, then you're going to ask your guides what happened. Then your guides are going to tell you, well, since you act like you know everything, we took a step back from your punk ass and we allow life to beat you up just to get some common sense knocked back into you. Because one, you ain't darn learning. Two, this is a damn school. Three, you ain't done learning. And four, who in the hell told you to wake people up? Ain't nobody told you to do no such thing trying to wake somebody up when you don't know what they need to wake up. You let it happen. You do not force it to happen because when you wake someone up, they become your responsibility. And yes, the universe will make damn sure of that. I don't mean to sound harsh or anything like that. But, hey, it is what it is. Now, of course, everything I say, take it with a grain of salt. Because, again, I don't know everything. I ain't going to pretend to know everything. Because why? There's always a strong possibility that I can be wrong. And I know that. I know that. But I'm going to end this episode on a good note. And this good note is pay attention to what's going on within yourself first. Before you try to fuck with the outside. Because if you don't check in how what's going on with you what's going on within you first, then you're gonna allow the outside to influence that for you. Okay? Okay. Alright, look, I love y'all. You know. I got love for I got love for y'all including those who don't like me, those those who don't agree with what I'm saying. You know, it is what it is. I got love for y'all and I just want the best for everybody. I don't know what that best is, but hey, we on the journey to find that shit together, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. That is it for today's episode. Thank you guys for coming and not hanging with me. And again, if I sound too harsh on today's episode, I apologize. But anyway, I love you guys. And hell, Renegade family, we back, baby. Peace.